The Terrible Warriors receives funding by listeners on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. And those people, they voted for this game. Today, on The Terrible Warriors, we return to the world of the Seventh Sea. In our last episode, a brazen plot by bandits attacked our caravan trying to steal innocent people and destroy the very fancy hat. Oh, but the plot thickens when the bandits are no bandits at all. No, they are members of the Inquisition. And while no one suspects the Castilian Inquisition, oh, methinks they do not suspect that there are heroes abound. Riding in on our victory, we arrive in the town of Montanin, and it is there that our story will begin. And our adventurers... The ones who will fight for true love. They are your terrible warriors. Hey, terrible listeners. Welcome back. This is Derek Bart from Chase the Muse and the Epic Crew. And I am not running the game this evening. Oh, thank God. Instead, it is one of our other Edmonton regulars, my good personal friend, Will Mitchell. And Will, would you like to tell us what you are running this evening? Indeed, I am running 7th C, 2nd Edition. Our daring heroes have just ran into some inquisitorial thugs in disguise, kidnapping people from a country road in Castile. Uh, and let's turn it to our players. Who we got playing what? I'm Justin Eacock playing Francisco Florento, a young Castilian with uh, delusions of heroism. <laughs> and uh, he got a fancy hat after losing his fancy hat. Uh, Bree Poison playing Dirk Vice. Uh, also delusions of grandeur, like real bad. This is just the delusions of grandeur room over here in Toronto. <laughs> um, Dodd? The, the, yes, the, it is yeah. I, Mike the Birdman Dodd from This Week at Geek.net playing Jose Wick. I am Dirk's literal delusion of grandeur. I make him look awesome. Yeah. Jose Wick is our first person shooter character for this campaign. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I am, of course, Derek the Bartram Chasing the Muse. And I am playing uh, Lady Anna Henrietta de Pie, the uh, Montanian noblewoman and secret spy and sorceress, etc. Let them have pie. Etc. Beautiful. And uh, it comprises a lot of etc. So we, we ended up on a road and we discovered that the evil villainous bandits who were trying to unjustly kidnap people from our caravan that we chased away with tails between their legs and one of the people that they kidnapped. Uh, (laughs) But it was all because we had to save Poncho and the the old man in the house. And then we turn over one of the bandits and their coat opens up to reveal that they were wearing uniforms of the Castilian Inquisition of the Vatacine Church. Oh boy. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where does our adventure take us Hero points refresh at the start of the new session, don't they? Yes, they do. Uh, as well, any wounds that you may or uh, may have suffered will go away, except dramatic, rune, dramatic, yeah, dramatic wounds require medical attention. I don't think anybody uh, took a lot of wounds. I am going to apply medical attention to uh, Jose's uh, bullet wound. That's mm-hmm. scholarship, isn't it? Uh, yes, that is scholarship. Uh, do I need to roll wits plus scholarship? or? Um, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to let you sort of deal. I'm going to let you do that. You're going to take some time doing it. Uh, so the battle's sort of come to an end. You've you've sort of checked out sort of everybody. Poor Jose did get shot and is a little bit wounded, but everybody else is more or less okay. And you can see that the switchbacks that the battle had taken you to, that edge of that cliff that you narrowly avoided, that overlooks the small, sleepy Castilian town of Montanon. 
Uh, it's on a, a small sort of bay just off the sea. Uh, you can see that there are a couple of ships sort of uh, at anchor nearby, one of which is a huge, just massive galleon uh, with big red sails upon which sit prominently the Prophet's Cross in black, one of the many known symbols of the Inquisition. Oh. We should probably uh, avoid those guys. Um, Just an idea. And it says something very unladylike in uh, in Montaigne, which nobody else here, I suspect, understands. Probably oh, not. No, unless they have a, unless they have linguist. I um, do not believe we have any linguists. No. Unfortunately, all of Derek's uh, known swear words are in Quebecois. So yeah, just use yeah, your imagination, very, folks. Uh, Parisian courtesans. <laughs> no, but at the same time, they're I all mean, they're religiously good. based, which they is great are. for talking about a fucking church. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and, so, and yeah, you, yeah. Sorry. You drop a couple of calices. Uh, yeah. So, as you guys are sort of collecting yourselves, uh, some of somebody comes out of the back of the the merchant wagon that had been saved. and comes running towards your carriage, uh, Anna Henrietta. Um, you can see that this person's got, like, a, a sack in hand that had previously been over their head. Um, they've got, like, a, a small, thin dagger that they must have, like, pulled out of a garter somewhere to free themselves of their ropes. Um, and this lady is distraught. Castilian lady, considerably older. She's not, like, an old lady, but, like, she's not young either. Um... She comes from well, running over and ageist. she's bawling her eyes out and screaming about someone named Pastora uh -oh. as she tries to get into your carriage. Yeah, Anna gets down off of the driver's seat, uh, smooths out her uh, her dress, mm -hmm. and um, will speak to the woman in Cast in perfect Castilian. Um, you know, um, what is the matter? Please tell me. Oh, thank you so much for helping us. Uh who are those men? Pastora! Pastora! Where's Pastora? Where's Philippe? Where, where, where's Ramon? Um, Anna opens the door to the carriage. And inside there is a young woman who has uh, likewise been trying to get out of, uh, get herself, like, organized. Um, so they didn't get a chance to tie this lady up, and so when the door opens up, you can see that, like, she's got, like, somebody's, tr like, somebody's, like, bag, like a valise that she's ready to clobber somebody with, but... Yeah, that's my valise. Exactly. And when she it's sees that it's... Yeah. It's your care, it's your stuff. Uh, when you see that it is... When she sees it's you and, and this other woman, uh, she goes, Oh, Diana! Oh, praise God, you survived! Uh, where's Ramon? Um, and so, yeah, they're, they're very concerned about this guy, and they look around and it's like, did they take him? They, they turn to you, Anna Henrietta, because you've thirdly shown you can speak the language. Uh, did, have they, they taken him? They did where, take where, him, didn't they? They did take him. Uh, well, they took somebody, presumably, yeah. Ramon. We, yeah, we they rescued two somebody. of the three. I do not, I, I do not know what his name was. Who was the second person? Oh, were they? it must have been my brother. Why were they after you? I, I don't know. Who who were they? Um, <laughs> do, we, she, do we have any of uh, them? <laughs> maybe maybe we have one oh, tied on our horse that we knocked idiots. out. Yeah, You do have some knocked out idiots. In Inquisitor robes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah she, I will happily spend my time like hog-tying some guys and putting them on horses and bringing them up and being like, oh yes, look what I have found. I have... I have brought you these people as an Ison. I'm very good at this. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like they, they buy it hook, line, and sinker. They, they switch to Old Than, which is sort of the common of the setting. Um, 
Oh, oh, thank you so much, mighty warriors. <laughs> we didn't know we were traveling in such company, says the, the younger of the women. She's sort of taken over the talking almost immediately, and the older woman is Francisco clearly a is of some instantly sort. in love. <laughs> uh, she's got uh, she's got a nice accent. She's good looking. Um, sort of dark hair, green eyes. Um, oh god, she's and I'm, I'm just so around dusty. sort of eighteen. Oh. <laughs> I got no dust on. No, and I'm I got so such dusty. a fancy Why? hat. No, oh. disarming smile. Uh, Damn it! <laughs> clearly, Dirk and Francisco are now immediately in competition with them. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, oh, I, I owe you everything. It's all about my brother. Um, and sort of, and when she sees the, she sees the, the sort of henchmen that you've brought forward and sees that they're wearing Inquisitor's uniforms, she sort of, like, puts a kerchief to her face. Oh, Madre de Dios. The, the Inquisition, oh no. And she, she looks to, to Diana, the servant, and switches back to Castilian. They must have found out. How did they know? They must have found out what? Uh, and then... They sort of, like, take a second to decide whether they're going to trust you or not. But ultimately, they realize they have no choice. Um, we were making our way north to San Juan. Uh, my family is, is just from a short ways from here. Myself and my brother, we were hoping to catch uh, a ship and, and buy passage to Montaigne. Uh, for, for my brother, more than myself. Why your brother? Uh, it's a complicated story, but a few years ago, he took pilgrimage to Vatican City, and there he met a, a pious young Montagna fellow, uh, Philippe. Uh, they were smitten, and, well, my father doesn't want him marrying a Montagna, so, well, so he, he's made another arrangement. Uh, Ramon is supposed to be marrying the bishop, uh, Bishop Fierro. Uh, she's just sailed into into Mont Montanon. We were hoping to sneak past as she was unloading, but it seems she was ahead of us. <clears throat> so I and understand so what they're what they're saying correctly is that he um, he's in love with a girl that he met in Vatican City, but his father has decided that he's going to marry the bishop instead. Yeah, and the bishop is very interested in ins in ensuring this process occurs. Indeed, the the bishop clearly does not want uh, her new sort of uh, suitor to necessarily escape her. Um, and additionally, uh, Philippe is a boy. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, right. There we go. Yeah. And so yes. Young Ramon Machado, uh, the slightly elder brother of Pastora Machado, who is the woman who's speaking to you, she introduces herself as such, and her servant, Diana. Uh, he does not want to be his father's heir anymore. He just wants to go and be in love, and he was trying to sneak off and do just that. They were helping. And now the Inquisition... Oh, okay. I was worried that there was going to be a burning at the stake because he was a scientist, but instead... <laughs> It's just true love. Um, it's only true love. <laughs> so, oh, good. Well, in that case, we so could that just... means he's at least still alive. <laughs> they want to keep him alive and uh, unlikely to be so. put up to the stake tonight. Honestly, I wouldn't put anything past the bishop, though. The, the marriage is strictly uh, political. Uh, Ramon doesn't even care for the company of women. Who is your father? Ah, uh, uh, my father, uh, Don Fernando Machado. Is this a name that I would know? 
Ah, uh, you might have heard of it before. He's a, a minor member of the aristocracy, fairly wealthy, owns uh, a, a lot of land around here, and uh, several sort of like quality investment properties. Yeah, as a, uh, various, as a friend uh, of the Castilian orchard, citrus and stuff. As a friend of the Castilian court, uh, would this also be something that Francesco would have heard about? Uh, well, you'd certainly have heard of uh, I've Bishop heard of. Adela Fierro, uh, a particularly zealous member of the Inquisition. Um, this neighborhood, or neighborhood, not, this, not, this area hasn't had a whole crossed. lot of inquisitorial activity so far. Um, largely, this little chunk of countryside, it's mostly farmers, very pastoral. You can see there it on the map. There hasn't been a whole it's lot of a, need for them to come out. It's quite an isolated um, mountain region off the coast, so it kind of keeps to itself. Exactly. Uh, so there hasn't been much cause for the Inquisition to come here yet, uh, but if the bishop's taken an interest, she's probably rolling deep. Uh, and likewise, you've heard of Don Fernando. Uh, he is also a uh, a fairly devout man, and he also seems to to hold a lot of the views that the Inquisition also has. He's he's one of their supporters. Um, and yeah, fairly wealthy in this area, and apparently has two rebellious children. Um, do, do my orders uh, do whatever mission I am on right now cover anything about the uh, about any of these people? Um, they could if you'd like to. What do you think your orders are at the moment, specifically? Uh, well, it depends if I'm here for, uh, on the orders of the Emperor, or if I'm here on, uh, on behalf of Sophia's daughters. Hmm. I mean, there's a lot of smuggling activity in this area, so it could be both. See, I'm um, so smitten with this woman, I now want to rescue her brother, just out of admiration. You could suggest and, that to the Oh, you poor, you poor fool. Yep. <laughs> I want. I want to vow. I will. We will. We will save in the name of true love. <laughs> we will save your brother. Well, oh. There could be a lot of money in this Dirk, and it would make your reputation quite awesome. We just have to be. And I and I let everyone know we have to be very careful. You don't cross this bishop. You don't cross this church. Uh, we uh, if we do this, we we need to do this. Will discreetly. would I receive a hero point for chasing after power, even when the opportunity is dangerous? Uh, if that is your character quirk from your character's background, I'm you ambitious. Oh, yeah. would. Cool. I have two hero points then. Nice. Because uh, I smell money. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's, it's a rich, rich young aristocrat who's got kidnapped. His sister's obviously willing to play ball with you guys. Oh, is she? I don't care about your politics. I just want your money. Ha- have, has she noticed my fancy new hat? For <laughs> <laughs> uh, God's sake. She is sort of giving everybody a look, but man. That Eisenfella, he is such a strapping, powerful young lad. And I'm real I, pretty. Bishy sparkles everywhere. I really almost took the advantage of small, too. To the, just, I could be standing up to the side. I didn't, but, but even next to you, I'm, I'm definitely quite... I'm a short, young Castilian next to this strapping... I know you didn't do anything. <laughs> no, you don't. Um. Definitely in competition. I love it. All right. Just, just like, I mean, I want to go rescue her brother just to, you know, have her hand in marriage. I suppose, Will, that under these circumstances, <laughs> the bishop taking an interest in the area would be good for neither Sophia's daughters nor the court of Montaigne. Indeed. Also, while the Inquisition does have a subtle side to it, they don't have to hide themselves. They are actually the official face of the church in many places. Um, and so the fact they're doing this with some, like, cloak and dagger shit is a little weird. It is, and you know what? As a sorceress, I am also personally offended 
by the existence of the friggin' Inquisition because I have magic. It is awesome. Any chance to stick and, it to the Inquisition, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? This may be a chance for me to take her off the board as a piece. I mean, I'm too much of a romantic Indeed. as well. Like, like I hear this story and my heart just weeps and breaks. And we just we have to do this for love. We have to. We have to. These two people deserve to be together. We cannot let this happen. It's, a, it's injustice to all of all of humanity. <laughs> Uh, so Pastora is overjoyed that you seem willing to help. You've already done so much for us. I, I can't believe that, uh, that oh, the so generosity astounds the Inquisition, me. So we'll, uh, we'll see that you're rewarded as best we can. Uh, do you know where they took him? She looks to everybody sort of hopefully wide-eyed. No, but I'm sure that they can be tracked. I'm sure it's over at that boat there with the sails. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course. Uh, well, come, come. Uh, my family has a, a small estate in town. Um, I, I, I will, I will give you shelter there, please. And if anything, uh, if they try for me again, it'd be nice to have you around. Absolutely, we won't let you out of our sight. You ain't going anywhere, sister. Okay. Uh, so Pastora and Deanna sort of I lead you down uh, into the small, sleepy town of Montana. Um, and on the outskirts of town, uh, her family does have a small manor house. Um. And when you arrive to it, you can see that there's quite a few servants who are active here. Uh, and there's lots of hustle and bustle going around. Um, it, it looks like they're getting ready for something. Um, and she sort of, like, leans into, le- leans into one of the servants and asks a question quickly as they pass. And she turns to you looking very nervous. Um, my friends, I am sorry. It seems that my father has, has come from the country. And he's holding a fiesta tonight to celebrate... The bishop and her her coming to visit us. Will your brother be in attendance? I assume he would have been. I I don't know now. Excellent. It'll be a perfect opportunity to investigate the best place for you to to rest. (laughs) We can put on our dress. We will take uh, we will take a house in town. I am sure that it can be arranged very easily. Uh, Yes, yes. And she passes you. Oh uh, nonsense! We're going uh, to the fiesta. She gives you a gives you a bag of coins uh, that she had um, on her. Uh, she um, Anna just waves her hand. No, no, no. The, I I will pay. It is the least I can do. Uh, and she looks her as as Francesco's like we're going to the fiesta. She looks him up and down. Not in those clothes. You are not. What is wrong with my clothes? This is such a fine hat. Um. So. Uh, uh, she sort of. I want to write this her, down. What is her name? Her thank I don't, yous. I don't want to forget. What's I, that? I want to write down this woman's name. Her uh, name the, the is sister. Pastora Machado. Pastora Machado. And, uh, and, and her brother? Uh, her brother is Ramon Machado. Ramon. Ramon Machado. Wait, Pastora Isn't that a kind of cheese? Uh, not that I know of. I just took these names off a list. So. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. Many people uh-huh. are named Cheese in Castile. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> cheese is one of the it's higher very, culinary very <laughs> fine <laughs> lineage of cheese. Indeed, yeah. The, Better the, than the my last name. <laughs> so, um, Will, I am rich. It is one you of are. my advantages. Um, Me too. I am going to spend wealth to take us a, ho- a house in town for a short time and get these people outfitted properly for this sort of thing. I think that's perfectly reasonable. I- I'll even charge you one wealth for it, because this is sort of like a like a three-and-a-half horse town. So, yeah, prices aren't exorbitant. Um, as you go shopping about... You find that the town is, there's a bustle, and there's a, a sort of nervousness to everyone in town. 
Um, there, there's a strange energy in the streets. Um, some people sort of see outsiders and just, like, scamper off immediately. Some people are giving you guys sort of, like, side-eye, because you still kind of look like hell. Um, I don't. I look no, phenomenal. That's true. Well, you look merely phenomenal, as opposed to superlatively phenomenal. <laughs> I look scary. <laughs> Stupid road dust. Indeed. Uh, and yeah, you look scary as hell, Jose. Um, so yeah, people are giving you a couple of weird looks, but yeah, you can find some stuff. Uh, if you want, you can tell us how dolled up you're going to get. Oh, um, oh quite. For, uh, well, how we will become as dolled up as is necessary for a fiesta with clothing appropriate um, that certain objects can be hidden within it. Exactly. The lots obvious, of colors, lots obviously, of flowing ponchos sorry? and, and covering <laughs> up all the stuff underneath. Various um, guitar cases. Yeah, <laughs> yes. this outfit, no matter what, will incorporate the fact that she is still carrying. She's never unfurled the thing, her parasol. I do have it a may three. contain sharp, spiky objects. I do have a three and perform. Can't Rad. we go as the entertainment to this feast? You could if you wanted. What do we need? That, that's before? entirely up to you. You're pretty know, sure you'll be no, able to get an invite, no. no problem. All right, fine. We'll get an invite. Oh, we'll I rub some elbows. Invite. We'll get to know everyone. I'll learn the true love of Pastora. It'll be great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a, as a note, everything that Anna wears is has long sleeves on it. Just like it doesn't matter what the temperature is, long sleeves always, always. Yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> there most certainly is. <laughs> I want to say uh, something so obnoxious, like Francesco always wears V-necks, but it's <laughs> 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 always like, showing skin. Always showing skin. Uh. So I think now (laughs) you've got some time until the end of the day, till the evening when this fiesta's start. Um, And so you find yourself a sort of rental tenement that's a a nice house you can uh, base yourselves out of. And you pick up some lovely clothes for the night. But then you have a few hours to kind of do what you'd like. Um... And if you don't have anything particular in mind, I think we could resolve this with a dramatic scene. One of the other types of roles that the game calls for. Um, uh, so unless anybody's got a specific sort of high-octane plan, I think a dramatic scene's in order here. It, it, um, Is it, it too soon to go Romeo and Juliet on the start? Outside <laughs> of, like, a combat situation, um, I'm going to place a blood mark on the safe house. Ah, uh, well, I mean, with sorcery, if it says it calls for a hero point, it always calls for a hero I don't, I don't point. know if it does in that... Sorry, I gotta look this up. I'm not sure I marked the... I thought I marked the page, but... <laughs> Didn't mark the marks. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to investigate where possible sniper spots might be. <laughs> okay, so you, you want to case the joint, basically. Yeah, I want to use athletics and Assassin's Creed this shit. Okay, so you want to Assassin's Creed around, around town. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I gotta spend a mark. I gotta, sorry, I gotta spend a um, a hero point to make a mark. Mm-hmm. So that brings me down to one hero point. But I'll place a major mark on the safe house. Nice. Um, so you spend some time bleeding everywhere. Okay. Well, I mean, no. Nope. Uh, it's it's actually very small. The amount that you need. Uh, it's uh, that almost, is true. It's just a finger prick to place the mark. Um, and so what, when we're uh, when people are out of the room doing something else, Anna discreetly pricks her finger and uh, bloodies the wall behind like a sofa or something, and then pushes the sofa back. Nice, I love mm, it. Cool. Well, I mean, let's think this through. Uh, let's say we find Ramon and we're able to reunite him with Pastora and get him off to uh, I can't remember. Uh, it was a Pierre or Philippe. It was Philippe. Uh, Philippe. Philippe. Um, Philippe is not in uh, Montenegro. Uh, he is in Montaigne. Yeah, Philippe is in Montaigne. So 
we we if our goal is here to reunite Ramon with with uh, the, with his love Philippe uh, in Montaigne, we need to also get them out of Montaigne. Um, <laughs> Uh, under the of eyes of the bishop and out of Castile. Now, Montanan is on a coast. We're right on the bay. We just got to get him onto a boat, get across the water to uh, to Montaigne. Uh, so it's not it, like we have to cross country here. I, um, I so maybe we should secure can, uh, a vessel here in the port. I believe that I can uh, sort that out. Um, Will? Yeah? I'm going to invoke one of my quirks on my sheet to earn a hero point when you leverage the king's favor to solve a problem. Ooh. Which would be finding a Montaigne Ooh. vessel. A Montaigne smuggler. Uh, and having a very short, very private conversation with the captain that involves the words commandeering on crown business. Okay, so you want to commandeer a vessel. I, I think that's going to earn you a hero point to, to leverage your poor countryman's uh, favor. Um, and, so then, and then pay him. Of course. Uh, Francisco, what, what, what are you up to? I want to learn more about the uh, Machado family. I want to get to know their Okay, so you're going to ask some questions around. I want to learn all about what Castor is into. How her about our, color. our daring Eisen? Does she have a favorite flower? <laughs> oh, I am having the longest bath. <laughs> okay, you're just going to like chill out <laughs> mm-hmm. and sort of like try and find some peace? I'm yeah. writing sonnets. <laughs> he has to no, look I'm, good for later. I'm making, I'm making myself beautiful for later. <laughs> Okay, so you're you're getting you're, you're getting yourself you're, you're and like Geralt and like going to a bathhouse. You're Geralt from The Witcher, except only the bath scenes. Only the bath scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Super cut with only the bath scenes. That's me. It, it, it's um when they did Witcher two, they made a joke uh, trailer for Dandelion Savior of Queens. Oh no! <laughs> it me <Awesome>. though. <laughs> okay, so uh, going around, uh, Birdman. Jose Wick, uh, he's going to be sort of casing the joint, and I think athletics is right on the dot. Um, so give me a, a finesse athletics for this scene. Okay, just give me a sec here. So roll. And then I think uh, Anna Henrietta is, uh, it sounds like she's doing some convincing, or possibly intimidating. Uh, Convin- are you, uh, pina- I, I was thinking convince. I thought you know. so too, because you're not, you're only threatening real actual danger. <laughs> um, you're not embellishing anything. So, yeah, you Give us a, a panache convince for that, and again, you get dice. Okay, I got uh, five raises. So, how many dice am I adding to this? One for first time in the scene, and then another for describing. That's right. Plus oh, the regular God. dice pool. I'm oh, rolling case, uh, nine dice. In that case, I need to roll one more dice. Beauty. Yeah, let me let me dig another die out of here. All okay. right, just should I just roll it now? Uh, yeah, you can roll this now. This is a dramatic scene. They're a little bit different than action scenes, and the pacing is a bit different. And in terms of, like, consequences and opportunities, a lot of those are more things that you guys are going to get to make as we go through this. That's six raises, Will. Beauty. Uh, one moment while I put together all of my freaking raises. What does, um, Will, what does so this Justin, say here on my sheet where it says rank three re-roll a single die? Ah, yes. I haven't been leaning on that. Oh, um, right. If you have three points in a skill, when you roll a, a risk using that skill, when you roll that skill... You can take one of the dice and re-roll it. Oh, okay. I'm re-rolling a die. Uh, also, um, I guess Birdman got healed up. Another neat thing about 7th C, 2nd Edition, is that as you get hurt, as you continue down what's called the Death Spiral, you get, alternatively, uh, yeah. for every odd dramatic wound you take, you get a bonus, and yeah. every even dramatic wound you take, you get a penalty. The book actually has it as a, yay, boo, yay! Uh, uh, exactly. Um... Plus one bonus I take, title. I've risk, got yeah. uh, six raises. Okay, uh, now Justin and Bree. Yeah. 
I'm uh, Justin. You wanted to sort of just like ask around, right? I want to get to know the family better. I want to know. Get uh, to know them. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's empathy and panache. Uh, if you're asking the people, it could be empathy panache. If you were sort of just like prowling the streets and asking in bars and stuff, it'd be more of a notice. Yeah, I'm not just prowling the streets. I'm, I'm, I'm I wanting to actually get to know this family, especially if we're about to go to a fiesta. Might be get to know a little bit about their customs. Um, and uh, I mean, I could do notice. It'll be the same amount of dice. Um, uh, but I mean, obviously, <laughs> friend, this isn't Justin speaking. This is Francisco speaking. Going, he's got ulterior ideas right now, and he's just completely <laughs> love struck. And it's gonna get um, a problem for him. Uh, or I could be walking around town, getting to know more about the Montanans and 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 and, and the people. Uh, I just want to know so that when we go to this fiesta, we know names, we know faces already, so we can hobnob a little bit more without going in blind. Yeah. That's it's sounding like, more I'm like case, empathy. It's You're like I'm casing, to get to know people, yeah. get a read on them. Where, where Dodd yeah. is casing the joint physically, I'm kind of doing that same way, but on a social side. I think you are. That seems pretty reasonable. Uh, and then, Bree, you are getting yourself ready. You're getting your hair did, all that good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, there's a tangle in my hair, and it's <laughs> such a trial. <laughs> uh, and you just don't have, you can't bring yourself to, to get that out. Um, is the there any hair, the sort of things you're trying to accomplish besides looking boss as fuck? Oh no, I am 100% just trying to look boss as fuck for Pastora because I saw the way she was looking at me and I saw the way that my companion was looking at her. So it's personal now. Ah, there's a bit of competition here. Uh, um, okay, um, then I think... I will expose you for the fraud that you are. Then you know, I think I think you're rolling a convince. This is gonna be a panache convince panache to make convince. your make, to make your case that you are the one who should really have Pastora's hand. Look how pretty I am! <laughs> Just look at me, amazing. All right, so roll that up, guys. Okay. I got all the wrong ideas. I'm actually trying to do things for the family, and you're just trying to do no. look pretty. No, <laughs> it's it's awesome. I'm sure it'll work out great for both of you. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Okay, how many you got? Ooh, I actually did quite well. Um, I got three well, raises. Wait. I got three sets of tens. So that's three raises, right? There you go. That's yeah. three raises. I have... And uh, how about you, Bree? I have four. Four raises. Ah, ah, four, ah, okay. Ah, ah. <laughs> so, Birdman. Actually, let me wait, I believe you had six, correct? Let me re-roll that because I realized I rolled a D zero. You rolled with ah, yes. so, right? Mm-hmm. So you can Let me make sure, but I have five guys. for sure. What is a D zero? What? So yeah, I fucked up. So uh, I still got five anyway. Hour. Whatever. Okay, so. Okay, uh, so you got five. Cool. Tell me about never casing this five. joint. <laughs> okay, it's a small estate. It's got a, a modest, beautiful garden behind it, and a, a fairly small sort of coach lane that goes through the wa- surrounding wall leading up. It's that nice sort of like uh, typical sort of like clay house. Lovely sort of terracotta tiles. Um, very attractive. I'm going to use all my stealth and parkour to stay to the shadows, be able to monitor sight lines where guards can come in. And uh, any doors that are there, I'd like... Can I spend a raise to sabotage doors? Um, you could. It would cause you two raises, though, because that's not exactly what you rolled, right? You did athletics. Yes. So if you, if you, unless you can think of some way that your sort of physicality busts a door in a way that they're not going to just like notice and fix it, um, you can still do it for two raises. This is called improvising. It's when you want to do something that isn't exactly in the approach you set out. 
okay, I want to improvise and perhaps use it so these doors, if any force is applied to them, they'll they'll be tougher to open. Okay, so like out back, sabotaging like the locks. Yeah, out back there's like a servant's gate, um, and you see that they're bringing in various food and supplies, and like the the last guy's hauling in like a big thing of flour because they're, they're probably gonna uh, be doing some sort of baking and such. Um, and as he as he goes in, you see that nobody's watching that door for uh, the next little while, and you can get down there and yeah, you can fuck with the lock a little bit so that it it'll feel like it's locked, but it's it's not it's not actually sealing anything. One one good push and you're out. Mm hmm. Great. Yep. Uh, anybody else on four now? Uh, Bree uh, had well, five. I, ac- I, I actually had six five, races, as it turns but out. I don't really know what I'm doing with them. So ah, gotcha. Um, so for this, uh, you were. So, so remind me of your approach again. I've forgotten. I apologize. Um, I was just trying. I was in, uh, ensuring that we had passage booked to Montaigne by ah, finding yes. a, a Montanian captain, and basically through a mix of bribery and the words commandeering on behalf of the crown. That's it. Yes. Uh, where I am essentially leveraging the king's favor uh, to Great. solve a problem. Uh, so it sounds like you're going to want to then head to a dockside pub to find yourself a captain. Yes, and this right. is where it's going to get hilarious because she's going to, um, yeah, no, she'll walk in as herself because she needs a ship, and this is a shit town anyway. Indeed. Uh, so yeah, you go into uh, La Perro Riendo, the Laughing Dog. Uh, it's a nice sort of seaside, typical sort of tavern slash inn. Uh, it's full of old sort of nasty salts who are all sort of mumbling over their grog, rolling dice, singing songs, uh, and there's several gentlemen there who may or may not be ship's captains, and a couple of ladies, too. You saw that out in the bay, besides, like, the big honking inqu- inquisitorial galleon, uh, that there was also sort of four or five other ships sort of at anchor. Some of them small, some of them large. Uh, they, they look like they're sort of standard sort of merchant vessels coming up and down the coast here. Excellent uh, connection. Okay, you have connections, etc., etc. You can always contact, make some who will uh, give you basic information or help you in some minor way. Um, my connections would likely be with, uh, I guess, with Montanian-affiliated people or Montanian-affiliated, um, basically, Mo- Montane uh, expats or Montanes uh, in this area. Does that make sense? Am yeah, I... that makes sense. That's cool. Uh, so if you want to spend a raise, you can just meet a captain. Yeah, uh, I-, I will meet a captain. um because it's Anna, the captain is likely a woman. Yeah, sure. Uh, so you you come up to uh, to to a captain, um, and she's sort of like in the middle of like playing some dice uh, with some other sort of obviously lower sailors and kicking their asses. Um, and she sees that you want her attention, and she sort of stands up, cup in hand. Ah, uh, what may I do for you? Finish playing first. All right, <laughs> and win. Well, that was the intention all along. Uh, so she goes back to her game, uh, and in short order, does in fact win handily. Uh, the other guys sort of like grumble and moan and pay up their guilders, uh, the big silver coins that are common throughout the planet. Um, and she sort of is quite pleased with herself and offers one of their chairs to you as they sort of fuck off. Um, uh, a drink for my friend here. I'm a. Po- I'm sorry. I'm. I'm not familiar with you. Uh, my name is uh, Captain uh, Maria. Uh, Captain Maria Dupont. Lady Anna Henriette de Pie. Ah! I took from your dress and countenance that you were a countryman. (laughs) 
Indeed. Please, Captain. Uh, yes, uh, we, we, we will have a drink, she says to the, uh, the barman, giving that kind of, that, that, that smile, but also that um, appraising look of, you know, that just sort of communicates the good stuff. Yeah, he's kind of got that figured out. So he's going to come back in a few moments with a, a brandy and a couple of cups. I require your assistance, Captain, on the matter of interest uh, to our mutual monarch. Ah, for the good L'Empereur. Uh, always, uh, my vessel is at your command, I suppose. I... Uh, uh, Surely you have some some way to to prove your claim. Um, and Anna actually pulls back the um, the arm of her dress, and her arm is covered in scars. It looks more or less. Uh, she almost looks like um, she cuts herself. Well, she does cut herself, but like um, like uh, like someone who does like massive self harm all the time, or, yeah. or has had many failed suicide attempts. Ooh nasty. So, she sort of recoils at this, but she gets the picture. Uh, this is a sure sign that you are, in fact, uh, Porte Sorciere, one of the mages of Montaigne. Uh, you got magic in your blood. She's more willing to listen now. Which also means that I am almost certainly one of the aristocracy. Indeed. This is a matter of discretion, but it is a matter which will assist inevitably Montaigne and will assist your coffers as well. Ah, uh, indeed. Um, you subtlety, you say. Uh, I, I apologize for my posturing to begin with. Um, I, I was honestly not expecting this. Um, well, what is it you need, precisely? To not dance around the point... You are a captain of a Montaigne vessel traveling into Castile. You no doubt have a certain hold in your ship, which you have ensured is in a discreet location so that it is not searched by uh, certain port officials. Indeed, we, we do have such a place. I am going to need it uh, emptied enough for one single, no, three individuals to be uh, hidden within. They do not necessarily have to be comfortable. The trip will not be terribly long. Ah, all right. Um, I understand that you're aware of our new neighbors, she says, sort of gesturing towards the harbor and indicating the Inquisitorial Galleon. Indeed. And that is unfortunate, but that is part and parcel of the situation. However, if all goes well, they will be quite busy with other matters. Pretty sure that boat's going to sink to the bottom of the water in the next hour. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, you can see that, that she's still fairly nervous, but if you spend a raise, you've got her convinced. I spend a raise. Nice. Lord knows I have enough of them. Uh, she downs the brandy when it shows up. Uh, well, uh, the signy oh, uh, is yours. Yep. A Anna raises her glass, you know, um, what, what would be the Montaigne toast? It'd be, like, to the health of the king, or, um... Let them eat yeah. cake! That mm -hmm. would be the toast. Mm -hmm. Pardon? Making a joke. Let them eat Pardon cake. Justin? Let them eat cake. <laughs> oh, God, no. We are around that sort of time. <laughs> to the uh, cake. Yeah, you guys, you raise yeah. your glasses and toast and clink. Great. Uh, so let's switch on now. Let's see uh, what's going on with, let's say, Justin. What's Francisco doing? Uh, Francisco, he had a raise of three. Um, 
ba 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 I, I was, uh, oh, everyone's doing productive things, casing the <laughs> joints and securing passage out of town, and I want to just get to know what the Machado family is all about, uh, so that we are going into this fiesta with, um, a bit of knowledge and understanding, knowledge. And, 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 and who knows, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll learn a few extra key details about Pastora along the way. I mean, I wouldn't... Uh, Beautiful. Wouldn't, uh, uh, so you know what? I tell you put what, that in the way of doing our real job. And I'm just going to give you some info. <laughs> yeah, you've got it. Uh, as, as I... Uh, what, 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 was I going around town and it's just like a montage of people telling me, oh yeah. It's going to be a montage. <laughs> you got it. You read my mind. Excellent. In my nice uh, so yeah. new hat. So Francisco spends his afternoon asking around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's trying to get to know the people of Montanan. Uh, the first thing you get from the people is that the people are pretty divided. Um, slightly less than half of them are so glad that the Inquisition has finally showed up, because let me tell you, man, my my wife's sister, she is definitely a heretic, not a godly woman. I'm I'm so excited to see this this lady burn. I hate her guts. Something always told me there was something wrong with her. She must be why the Inquisition is here. And, like, several people kind of have that version mm-hmm. of the story in their heads. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is scared shitless of the Inquisition being oh, here. Oh, they are the smart people. Indeed, or at least the, the perhaps <laughs> kindlier folk. <laughs> yeah. uh, they, they are terrified. They've heard horrible things. A few of them have been to neighboring centers where the Inquisition is more active, and they've seen, you know, people dragged from their homes and burned and all the horrible things the Inquisition normally gets up to. Uh, so seeing those red sails in, in harbor was terrifying for them, and that, that hasn't gone away. Yeah. That's the first thing you pick up. And they came without Pretty warning. Pretty obvious. They came without warning, right? They just showed up. They, they just said. showed up. Nobody knew this was going to happen. Um, although, as you ask around, you find out that some people knew that uh, Bishop uh, Adela F- uh, Fierro had interest in this area before. In fact, she's purchased some land in and around the area. Um, a fairly fairly large tract of land, but land that really wasn't very valuable. Um, and everybody kind of just thought, ah, oh, she was just investing, these things happen. Most folks didn't know about it, but hmm. at a bar in another part of this montage, you come across a, a fairly drunken clerk who's talking about the various sort of prices of land in the area and um, how that now that the Inquisition's here, you're going to see incredible inflation. Um, there's going to be people who are leaving in high vacancy rates but the people who want to be with the Inquisition are going to charge so much. And he goes on and on and on and honestly kind of bores you a little bit. How far away is this land that she purchased? Is it uh, in Montanan or just like out on the outskirts? It's on the outskirts and in fact it happens to border Don Machado's lands. Oh. Well, if there's a place where Ramon is being held. Alright, keep going. What's that? I was just thinking out loud about Ramon. Maybe that's where he's being held. It may be. And some uh, kind furthermore, of you find that there have been no missing persons reports whatsoever. The town guard are kind of taking it easy, because now there's inquisitorial knuckle-draggers walking about. They're like, ah, great, finally. You know, we don't need to worry. It's always been a sleepy town, but now we can actually fucking sleep. Like, no, there's not going to be any problem with these guys here. And no and missing... Yeah, nobody's talked about missing persons. No today. missing persons then implies that the Inquisition isn't going around kicking indoors and taking people in the night like they tend to do. Uh, well, indeed. They, they, they haven't indeed. They have not yet. been doing that yet. Okay, so the Inquisition is being uh, you also a little know too quiet that the local priests have been real quiet. In fact, nobody has really seen them in a while. Oh. Um, you get the impression that they're kind of just keeping their heads down while the Inquisitors do their thing. 
Uh, and then finally, what are they hiding? Uh, if you continue sort of asking around, you finally find yourself at La Pierre Dockside sort of laughing dog bar yep. uh, shortly after Anna Henrietta had vacated it. Um, and you get talking to some people there, and you find out that the Inquisitorial ship is the Potentia. The Potentia. And further, you find out that this afternoon, uh, somebody basically had Inquisitors show up and demand their boat, and then row out there with some sort of cargo and bag. Ah, oh, damn, that's where Roman is. And there's, like, a, a fisherman there who's, like, got, like, a black eye, and he's sort of complaining about it, but not too loud, because he doesn't want people to think he's, you know, irreligious in this sort of climate. Was his cargo a person? For kids. They don't know. He didn't really see on account of being laid out by a goon. Uh, but, like, he did describe it as a misshapen sack that two of them were carrying. So maybe. Uh, of course, we now have to sneak on to this now-named ship, which makes it a plot device, and <laughs> rescue Roman, burn the ship to the ground, and swing off by rope into the water, safely swimming to the shore. As uh, are told in the stories. Could, that could be a reasonable thing that may, in fact, occur. <laughs> My delusions of heroism um, immediately start extrapolating potential futures. Oh, good. Now, uh, three. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, what were you going to say, uh, Derek? Uh, I still had four raises, but I can inject them oh, later. No, no, don't worry, I'm, I'm going around. Initiative order's not as tight in this, because I, I know Mike's still got tons, okay. too. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. Uh, so, Bree, what what do you got? She's got I'm, a loofah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I had a lot of dust on me, okay? I have invented bath bombs. Okay, <laughs> so you're you're making the case that you are the person who Astora should be interested in, right? Well, of course I am. <laughs> and so I assume you're going you're gonna to go somewhere, like, baths here. Uh, there's a few chunks of like still working like ancient aqueducts from the Numenari Empire that you uh, rule this place. Do they have public um, baths? They got a couple of public baths yes. and they're very nice. <laughs> That's where I'm going. Awesome. Baths are only better when everyone can look at you. <laughs> so the whole town is going to be talking about this, this ice and man muffin. Yeah. <laughs> like, man muffin? He's not a man. He's a legend. This <laughs> is gonna be short. Walking muscly legend. Bishonen. <laughs> um, and how many raises did you have? I have five. All right. Um, so, how many of those do you want to dedicate to being boss as fuck, or how much of those do you want to maybe dedicate to chatting to the various people you've hired to scrub the calluses you don't have? <laughs> um. I mean, I think I'll spend probably three of them on being boss as fuck, and two of them <laughs> on uh, just charming everyone I come into contact with. Okay. So, yeah, you've definitely got, <laughs> when you get like, out of the bath, like you, you said, like, like the twinkly stars around you, you smell trip. amazing. Um, you, you look like you walked off of a woodcut in a romantic sort of uh, <laughs> book. <laughs> I am a Rococo painting of myself. 100%. <laughs> Um, and as you're doing this, you know, the, the people who are doing hair and um, people who are shining your boots and stuff, they get chatting to you because you're very pretty, you're <laughs> very interesting, and you're obviously a person worth knowing. Uh, and as they sort of start chatting you up, you do pick up a couple of interesting things. Oh. Um, the first thing is they assume you're going to Don Machado's Fiesta. Of course I am. Uh, and they're so glad that the first Aizen they've met isn't one of those horrible objectionists. I hear they eat children. No, they don't eat children. That's crazy. They burn children and throw them on spikes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was so confused. But you're not like any of that, are you? As I they, like, look up to you with, like, blinking eyes and 
uh, obviously a great respect for how unique and different you are to the horrible stories they heard. Oh, of course not. But then I also regale them with how awful it is just to grow up in Eisen, right? And I tell them all of the horrible stories about how there are demons everywhere and, and nothing grows and you grow up eating grubs and roots, right? Which, of course, I did none of because I was sent out of the country, like, as a very Several young child. miles away. Yeah. <laughs> but I tell You've them all of the... never eaten a grub in your I've life. I've never eaten a grub. I, but I do tell them all of the imaginary hardships of my imaginary ice in childhood oh they bite it hook line and sinker they <laughs> feel so sorry for you you get You've come so far. kisses on the cheek and one of them says I- i'm going to make sure my sister works at the estate one of the cooks i'm going to make sure that that everyone knows that that you have a tale to tell uh, it 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 pains me to honor. think that, that that another member of the of the faith another human being even would go through such terrible things uh, I will see to it that you get a seat as close to the dawn as possible. <laughs> fraud! Fraud! I'm the best at being a fraud. <laughs> what about uh, my you, hat? <laughs> you might even be near the bishop. I'm sure the bishop would love to hear about this. Oh, uh, she's absolutely. She's a, a, a very uh, uh, worldly woman, uh, as much as a member of the Inquisition is. Oh, well, that will be very interesting. Of course, I'll be happy to have her ear. <laughs> Awesome. So Amazing. You, you've basically <laughs> got a small chunk of the townsfolk as your sort of steadfast supporters. Like instant folk hero. Just <laughs> You're an instant folk hero. Uh, that you know that day that the Eisen came to town and everything went they're my gonna, way afterwards. Oh my bards God, are going to be singing. About yeah, they're, they're like going to write songs about me, right? I'm going to have my own like gallivant opening as I go to totally. this. You, you can already hear. There's like a guy in the background who's like strumming a guitar and sort of like noodling away trying. Rhyme with vice. <laughs> oh my god! I'm the best so yeah, at you being got, a you fraud. You've got the, the palm of your hand. Uh, now let's go back to Mike. What is Jose up to? He's he's, he's secured either an entrance or an escape route out of the back. What else is he interested in doing as he's flipping and jumping around? Uh, let me see. Um, I'd actually like to run down by the docks. Okay. I want to sabotage the sails on that huge Inquisition ship. Ah, that is a different type of risk. That would probably pretty much almost immediately fall into an action risk. If you're going to get out there and start, like, sabotaging the ship, which is, like, actively manned, right? You might want the group for that. And uh, I I would consider this an ambitious thing, so I'd get a hero point, wouldn't I? You could get a hero point for that, absolutely. If you get Um, caught, I don't know you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I tell you what, uh, do you know anything about sailing? Yes. You're a pirate. You damn right I am. I mean, I I would be happy to help you with this, Dodd. If I investigate something unusual, especially dangerous, I get a hero point just for my curious hubris. So I have no problem going in to investigate a dangerously charged area. I just... Okay, so maybe me and, uh, Diego can spy glass from a distance and be like, all right, what do you think? You know, it's like, you know, let's see how close to the beehive we can get before we get stunned yeah. by bees. Okay. Are there any uh, bees so in Montanen? <laughs> there are lots of bees. First off, on the actual docks, there are guards, right? There are there are guys who are going through people's cargo and just generally being a nuisance. Um, assuming you can get past them, and uh, Jose, you could spend one of your athletics raises to sort of, like, plunge in the water, maybe swim around some of those guys, or... Like, climb around the side of a building to avoid them. Whatever you can think would be good. I'm going to parkour that shit, yeah. 
Yeah, okay, so you're, you're going to parkour between some of the taller buildings that are on the edge of uh, edge of town. Uh, I managed to sort of leap over a patrol of Inquisitors. You get access to a boat. You're very good at jumping, Jose. He's very good at jumping. Um, and the buildings are all close together here. Uh, and so you've got yourself a boat. Um, you sort of gesture to Francisco to get him to come along with you, because I assume you are game for this, uh, Justin. Of course I am. I'm curious. Of course you are, of course. Uh, and so then you guys then get together and are going to row out. Now it's the middle of the day. It's broad daylight. Um, it's sort of getting to be late afternoon, so, you know, people are kind of waking up from what siestas they took. Um, so they're going to see you coming. Well, it's a good thing... Is there anything you'd like to try and do to avoid any attention they may give you? Can I actually spend a raise to, or or two to assist them in this? You absolutely can, if Anna Henrietta wants to get in on it. Alright, what do you got? Well, I have all these raises, and I, I I appear to have ingratiated myself with all of these captains... I'm assuming she probably brought, bought them all around her drinks afterwards, etc., etc. Um, that seems reasonable. The boat obviously needs supplies brought across to it on a regular basis, yes? Of course it does. So one of the captains has to go across. Fresh with bread. With a ship. Uh, yeah, one laborers. of the merchant captains does have, uh, has been given a, a shitty contract by the Inquisitors to provide the goods that he has to them exclusively. Right, and he needs laborers to put them on the ship because I mean, absolutely th- those Inquisition soldiers—they tend to be famously lazy when it comes to actually doing anything other than hurting innocent people. That is a hundred percent true. Excellent. I'm going to spend how many? Uh, will one raise get them in with the captain as uh, as, as laborers with him? Just a day. Oh later. yeah, one one raise uh, will gladly get you onto that boat uh, that's destined to go out there anyway. <laughs> Why do I know Excellent. that? Anna um, Henrietta, you're just going to speak right down to us, going like, get to work, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, She well, she's not coming on the ship. Yeah. However, um, do, um, Will, is it, am I assumed to have nothing marked coming into this game? Or... Um, I, I think it's presu- safe to say you have a few things marked. Okay, minor marks, at least, uh, one's on my parasol. Yeah. Um, I will have another one on just, like, it's like a hairpin or something like that. Classic. Uh, that I carry around for situations just like this. I remove my hairpin, and I will um, just slide it into one of their outfits somewhere. Do you put it in my fancy um, hat? No, because you're going to have to take off the hat <laughs> if you're pretending to be a day laborer. No, no, okay, we'll keep it safe. Yeah, but somewhere. <laughs> and she, um, she's going to phrase it as, you know... Just, just you know, take my favor with you, etc. To, to play into their noble luck. instincts. Yeah. Um, it depends if they have enough brain cells together uh, to rub together to figure out exactly what the significance of a Montaigne noblewoman giving someone something like that is. Oh, I'm too love-struck to care. Yeah. With a completely different person, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Takes. So you've put uh, a mark on to Francisco. He's bearing it for you. Well, he's bearing a minor mark. That's um, right. Which means that I can pull myself towards it, or I can pull it to me. I can't open a door. Yeah. Uh, however, if absolutely necessary, I could pull myself towards it and then cut myself again to open a door to somewhere else, like the safe house. Indeed. That's right. going to hurt a lot. <laughs> that will not be fun if it comes to that. So much screaming. Uh, right. Do I need to spend a raise on that? Uh, yes, please. Okay, I still have two raises left. Great. Uh, who else still has raises? 
Oh, I got a shit ton. Yeah, as I say, Dodd, you've barely used any. I have no raises. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just playing into my hubris and virtue by helping him out by. To Absolutely, get, to get and you shall boards. be rewarded. <laughs> um, okay, so Dodd, you guys row up with a, a couple of other sort of like random sailor grunts. Uh, and you row up to the Inquisition boat. What do you intend to do? I intend to tell them that I'm here to double check their sails on orders of the harbor master. Um. You can see that, like, the, the the guy who's sort of, like, looking over the gunnels down at you sort of looks skeptical as hell, but he also can't imagine what you could possibly do. Now, for, for perspective, this is a galleon, right? Oh, like, yeah, it's got, a, it's, it's got a crew of, like, 300. Yeah, it's got, like, 39 sails. Hey. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, Assassin's Creed. That's how I'm trying to picture this in my head, like, Black Flag. <laughs> yeah, fair but enough, bigger than enough. that. Bigger than the ship that well, they're in. I, I mean, you... It, the cover they've got will get them onto the ship with boxes, which may oh, be absolutely. full of weapons or whatever they need. So, Yeah, absolutely. There's definitely stuff you can loot, and you'll be on the box. It's just a good, clear plan of what you're going to do to them is going to be a very useful thing. Hmm, let me see. So if we're on the boat... Let's blow it up. Yeah, you, you, can, you get up, they, they bring you up there, and the guy's bought it, like... If you spend a race, he's he's willing to let you climb up there. Yeah, and we yep, can pair I'll, the boxes yep, in and maybe find out if Roma okay. is on the ship. What was that, Justin, sir? If we can bring the boxes in to take it down into the hole, we might be able to spot where, uh, if Roman is actually being held. Indeed, you, you do that. Boat. You do that, I'll take care of the sails. I don't want this thing chasing after us. Mean, no. Meanwhile, I'm back in, like, our rented accommodations, just, just like, yeah. laying out <laughs> you, outfits for everyone and humming to myself. <laughs> just like, you, mm-hmm. you're, you're back in our We're rented so apartment. We're going to look pretty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Todd. Yeah, at this point, probably. Yeah, you'd probably both get back there. So, Jose climbs up into the sails. How are you going to sabotage these sails? I'm going to, so when they... Keep in mind that, like, there are still sailors here actively doing stuff. In the middle of the day. Okay, so I want to spend a theft, if I can. Okay, it's going to cost you two raises. Okay, so I still have two left after this. Um, and I want to stealthily cut them so when they go to full sail, they'll just fall right to the deck. Okay, so you, you want to you basically sabotage the yard arm on the mainsail so yeah. that it's going to drop. Okay, okay, that's, yeah. that's certainly reasonable. Um, it won't necessarily stop them entirely, but it will definitely screw things up. Okay, so you sort of wait till the the guys who are you know busy or like making minor repairs up there and like rethreading some of the various rattling outs. Um, you wait for them to sort of have their back turned or be singing along to a particularly exciting verse from the shantyman down below. And yeah, you get in there with a knife and sort of start to basically loosen the bonds and sabotage them in such a way that as soon as they bear weight, that yard arm's coming down. Yeah. Great. Uh, you still have two raises. You're the only one left with raises, I believe, unless Derek's got a few. I have two more raises. I don't right. know what I could spend them on at this point, but it use it, this it is all a case where whatever you can imagine you would accomplish, with, you're welcome to give it a try. Um, I want to plot. I want to spend my other two races on getting us a distraction, something big and flashy, so that when we get Ramon out of the party and to the boat, the Inquisition is looking the other way. Um. It, not just, especially if we sabotage their ship successfully, but something that's just going to absolutely capture their attention and draw at least some of their forces away from us. 
Uh, can I ask a okay. question about your mark, Derek? Uh, this is yep. a, a little, when you call back the pin. Uh, is that like just going to pull me through physical space, or does the pin just disappear, or do I go, or do you come to me? Um, How well, does that happen? Uh, what would happen is um, pull a minor mark to herself because um, your mark is now got, in the hold of the, of the Porte rules that are not written the best. Yeah, just, there's some vagaries in there. There's some vagaries. Like, it says that I can pull myself to a minor mark. But what does it but mean? But I can then walk to a major mark. Yeah, so... Yeah, and my assumption is with the pulls, um, if you pull the object to you, sort of the way I've always imagined it, it comes through the walkway. But if you're pulling yourself to the mark, you literally physically yank yourself in space. It's how I always imagined it. Your like, mark I is think, now in the hold of the Potentia, which is why I was... Just, um, yes, which is... Yeah, I don't know. The Porte rules get a really kind of gummy right there. I'm, so I don't have any raises to spend, so I can't do anything about it. But if I did, no, that if just, I found um, Roman in the hold, I would just give him the, this pin. And I would say, for luck, for favor. That, perfect. Can I spend, like, one, uh, one raise to, um, to get us a distraction and one raise to just get uh, Ramon the pin somehow? That's assuming we I find think, them. I think it's reasonable for you to spend one on the... On the um, it's one. It's easy to spend one on the uh, distraction. Um, there's lots of you know various sort of like sailors on the docks. You could definitely like browbeat them into causing Spect. some some trouble. Like be like, listen, at this time, riot boys. Yep. Nope. I seem to be very good at browbeating people. Um, man, when I'm not having to deal with montane courtiers, I'm really forceful. Yeah. <laughs> um, Slightly bossy, that Anna. Um, yeah, that's fair. Um, now, in terms of getting the the pin onto Ramon, you don't know exactly where he is. No. Yeah. Oh, we really have a means that to. Last all we have is a vague it's story bothering of me. A... It's staring at me with its stupid ten face. <laughs> all we have is a. Okay, so let's look at. What? Get a crew manifest. What if you crew just use it to manifest. make yourself look? Ah, uh, yeah, <laughs> you can absolutely sort of insult the harbor master into giving you the goods, so to speak, the all the deets. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, so yeah, you stomp into the harbor. Uh, I guess you very like classily glide into the harbor yes. master's office, um, and he's not too keen on seeing you because, in my imagination, all our harbor masters set all the time. Yep. Um, and uh, sort of sees the look on your face, and be like, "Listen, what? What do you need? Let's make this fast. I have lots to do." Um, as she speaks, she very um, slyly. Pushes forward a um, this like a kerchief with a bunch of guilders under it. Um, just you know, she slips him some money. Ah, uh, I was wondering, Monsieur. I met the man who said that he worked upon the that ship that large ship out in the harbor. Yes, on the Potentia, the Inquisitors. They've not been very secretive. No, but he also did not tell me his name, and this is quite unfortunate. As uh, she gazes, she flicks her eyes very carefully down to the handkerchief and very quickly back up at him. Something, but I must know his name so that I can return his favor to him. Ah, surely you met Captain Silva, the man who commands that vessel. Mm. He was just here a few moments ago collecting the fireworks for Fiesta. Fireworks, ah. you say? Fireworks. <laughs> Indeed. Very expensive. Uh, from what I understand, they were shipped in from Cathay, especially for the bishop's visit. Uh, it seems a strange choice for an Inquisitor, but we don't have them visiting often, do we? Indeed. Um, 
And yeah, she just kind of wants to ply and see if she can get kind of like some kind of manifest for the ship. I mean, it's obvious to him that she's not, oh, yeah. that, that this is all pretense, but... Absolutely, uh, and, and and his little exchanger is pretense for him giving you basically like, I'm just going to go into the back and, you know, have uh, have a, a bite to eat. And he just like leaves you with the books. Yeah, and I very, you know, she pulls out um, from her... Uh, She'd have like a handbag or a chatelaine or something like that with a notebook on it and just very quickly. Nice. Uh, so you make you make some copies. Yep. Um, you're so a you spy. Know you're no, other you're vessels. Uh, there is uh, the Estrella del Mar uh, that is uh, in the bay, as well as the uh, Principe, uh, and then of course the Signy, which is the Montagna vessel uh, that Captain Maria has. Uh, as well, there is also uh, La Triomphe. La Triomphe. Ah, La Triomphe. Ah, so those, those are the other vessels that are well, there. What the heck is La Triomphe? It sounds really impressive. It if sounds it's really just impressive. It's a fucking fishing boat. It's, it's actually it like the worst boat. just a fucking fishing boat. <laughs> it's just like a little dredger. I am going dredger. to ruin that captain's life sheerly out of spite for him picking that name. Uh, Either that or he's amazing. Maybe it's both. We'll have to find out. Maybe he, maybe he's um, so just yeah, the fisherman version. You get, you get version all the coming and going in the <laughs> you know harbor, what? basically. Maybe he's maybe he's um, Poncho's yeah, son. You... Did anyone think about that? Back up there, the two and eight. That's <laughs> Poncho's, Poncho's son, son out there dredging fish up with his nets, <laughs> keeping all those seven grandkids um, fed up in the house, <laughs> up on the ranch. Oh, oh my God! Every single conflict we get into, at least one consequence coming into it is one of Poncho's family needs to be saved. In some way. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't canon, but it is now. Little <laughs> eyes looking up. On that note, you do notice that a lot of people have been shipping in a huge amount of basically like building supplies. Um, For this track, of it land. looks like somebody is planning to do a lot of construction. Uh, would it be? probably fitting that if she marries Ramon, she acquires his father's lands. Um, Indeed. Cathedral or some kind of base for the Inquisition. Uh, that's, like, almost certain what she's up to. This okay. is an area that, again, the Inquisition hasn't been strong. If they were to have an actual facility here right on the coast, they, they would be able it. to train a lot of people and pump out a lot of foot soldiers. And it's, also, right it's also rich farmland. There's lots of supplies here. Ugh, yup. Yup. They're gonna turn this okay, place into so a fully functioning death port. so I believe the last person with any raises is Jose Wick. <laughs> um... Can he spend those raises on... start a slow, very slow-burning fire on the ship so it won't go off? Like, like basically just start, like, a... Sm like, a slow, smoldering fire? You could, but again, there's hundreds of guys on here. They're gonna notice. Huh. Right, like it'd be a very short-term benefit. I don't think it would get. Okay, you much tell you what. Room. Okay, so they want to do that. In Find that case. Ramon. What? See if like I'm I'm here. Can he Find spend? His, is he able to use his raises on me there as like an extension of his moves? Because I'm also on the boat with him. Um, oh yeah, and, absolutely. And, and, I'm willing and, to let and, that and, and case out like the whole. We, we put the boxes down, but we take a little extra time coming back upstairs to see like who's in the brig and see if if they are actually ah. holding this man here. Yeah, I'll burn my last two to find Ramon. Okay, so you guys together team up and you burn your last two to sort of wander around the ship, uh, acting like lost goons. And I the thought brig, the washrooms were over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the brig is empty. However, as soon as you get even 
within eyesight of the captain's quarters, you get, like, man, crossed halberds, and boom, there are inquisitorial guards being like, ah, ah, back, 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 back. Your boat is that way. It's obvious that they're guarding something there, beyond, you know, just the captain's underwear. <laughs> we're like, oh, sorry, gentlemen. Got a little turned around. <laughs> All right. Oh, I was, was going to disarming smile, use, use a hero point, disarming smile just long enough. They're not going to act violently, but, you know, they'll throw me out the ship, but not long enough before me I see who's in that room. Um, you know what? Yeah. If you disarming smile them, spend that hero point, and they kind of linger a bit. You see that, like, a, some sort of drudge comes up from below with, like, a plate of food and, like, some bandages and stuff. And some, he knocks, and somebody inside opens the door, and you catch just a glimpse of clothing that you recognize as being what Ramon was wearing before he got snatched. Where, when he, he is was... indeed laid up in there, uh, possibly tied to the bed. Hard to tell. He's definitely laying oh, down on the bed. That lucky man. Okay. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Um... <laughs> uh, um, okay, so would they that kick count, you off the ship. Would that count your as business a, is done, and you've been more than suspicious. Will, would that count towards uh, my... It takes a... Do you hear me, Will? Uh, would that count towards uh, receiving a hero point when you investigate something, especially if it looks dangerous? I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> you and then received a hero point. Excellent, I'm okay with that. <laughs> the economy works. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys get kicked off the boat, uh, you roll back to town, and by the time everybody's done all their business, evening has come... The, the sun has just started to go down. It's a lovely sky, ever darkening. And the music of the fiesta from Don Machado's estate starts to roll out da, 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 over the town. Da, 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 and you guys put on your best duds and make your way there. And I think we're going to call this session there. Yay! Uh, so I have been your GM, Will Mitchell, and joining me today has been... Uh, Francisco Florento, played by Justin Eacock, your flashy Zorro fanboy. Oh, Dirk Weiss. Uh, Derek the Bard from Chase oh, the Muse. No. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, Dark Weiss, played by Brie Poison. Um, I have been writing myself a folk hero song. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> I've been Mike the Birdman Dodd from ThisWeekInGeek.net doing your best Assassin's Creed impersonation. All right. And so tune in next week to find out what goes down at this fiesta. See you later, guys. Olay! The Terrible Warriors. They have new episodes out every Tuesday and Thursday, and the Seventh Sea will return in two weeks' time. It's time for the fiesta! <laughs> On Thursday, if you should return, we are also playing Kagagami High. Derek the Bard is our game master, and Kagagami High is his weird improvised game it's set at a Japanese school for girls. The entire game is randomly generated through a number of tables that we roll on, and that's how we've ended up with uh, a classmate who is both a bird and a common rider named Donut Ross. The game is very weird, and it's on Thursday. Next week, alternating with the Seventh Sea, we are still playing Ashes of the Empire, Bree Poison's story set in Star Wars. Our terrible warriors... Oh, they're henchmen working for the Empire, and oh, they're not even trying to be the good guys in this one. And on next Thursday, alternating with Kagagami High, Derek the Bard is running that game too with his Edmonton crew. They're playing through Unknown Armies, a film by Alan Smithy. 
You can follow us online at Dice Warriors. You can keep up to date with all of our bonus campaigns, as well as the schedule should be teasing ahead on what games we'll be playing for you in the new year. If you're one of the supporters on Patreon, thank you so much. If you're a listener who's just shared the show or left a review or has played a game that you heard on this show, thanks for that as well. Today's terrible warriors and your heroes fighting for true love are Justin Eacock, Bree Poison, Derek Burrow, Mike the Birdman Dodd, and Game Master Will Mitchell. We'll see you next time on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs> <laughs>